Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hi, beautiful human. Uh, we got Dan here, and we have Tori <laughs> Kelly hanging out in the studio. She's Hi. back again. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, it's really not that long. It's nine no. months. But yeah, it's nine months since I've been here. But but I've seen you a couple times since you came in for Hiding Place. And yeah. D- by the way. I still got records off that album that are in my daily playlist. Oh, that's awesome. Beautiful, Yay. inspiring body of work. Aww. If you haven't listened, you have to. Um, but we have a new album. Yes. In- inspired by True inspired Events. Inspired by True Events. And by the way, I do feel like I've run into you so many times. But like, <laughs> Since the last time I was on the show. Always the yeah. best uh, situations and yes. environments. A lot of concerts, I feel like, we've run into each other. Alec Benjamin was Alec the most Benjamin, recent. Alec Benjamin, Ariana, that was, that was a good time. That was a good time. Good there was another energy. one, I feel like, another concert, no? There was. Was it? Wasn't Jonas Brothers, but what it was, it was there was a third, but this, yeah. this is the second time we've had this conversation about it, what the third con- the third concert was. Yeah. Not saying that all shows blend in; they don't. They're all no. unique. But <laughs> you go to see Alec Benjamin, that show on another freaking level, another level. I'm such a fan and, of and him. It was the John Mayer evening where he yes, just showed up. He surprised the crowd. That was so cool. I was not expecting that. He's he's so good. His fingers, and then the songs that Alec writes, <laughs> yes, yeah. bonkers. Yeah, but you have a deep appreciation for for other artists. Like, do you have yeah. the ability to be there in the crowd, like, and just watch solely as a fan? Can you like take the business yes. and the art and all that out of it? Um, I want to say yes, but maybe there is a small part that never really shuts off, just uh. because I am an artist too. But I do feel like there, especially with certain artists, like you know, Alec is is one of them. Um, where I can go to the show and just like be in awe of the talent and like even even for a second even forget that I'm also a musician I'm just kind of like respecting him as a musician and then on a whole nother level there is this kind of like respect that happens because I am in music as well so there's a, when I'm yeah. at a show there's like a whole bunch of things going on in my head but um but I I just yeah I love I love great artists who are also great people too I think that that makes it even more awesome when you actually get to meet them and they, you know, everything like makes sense. You know, all the music that they write, it's like, oh, that makes sense coming from you and you're dope. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> Would you say that's rare? Uh, I don't know if it's too rare. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's super rare. I guess maybe I don't meet a lot of artists, but I, I meet a lot of really cool people. Well, so. maybe that's it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm just in like cool Cool circles. circles. I don't know. <laughs> you were well, in cool circles. <laughs> not even cool, but just like chill. Genuine. And like, like, yeah, genuine, like normal people where you, I love when you like forget that someone is really famous. Like <laughs> I, I always use like Ed Sheeran as an example because I mean, everybody loves Ed Sheeran. He's obviously one of the biggest stars in the world. But if you are lucky enough to meet him, you'll see that he's just like a normal dude. And I think that's so cool. Like you can just talk to him. It's reflective in his music. Yeah, seriously. You yeah. hear it. And the fact that the, the songs he writes, but just like you and a lot of other cool, genuine artists, the, the, the songs they write are still grounded in reality and yeah. they have a strong sense of who they are and who they are is exactly who other people are at the same time. And nice. that level of vulnerability matched with like being self-aware, but also aware of everything around you. I don't yeah. know. It, it all matters. It. And thank you for putting me in that in that group. Thanks. It, it's the truth. Inspi- <laughs> awesome. Inspired by True Events is nothing but honest. From mm-hmm. the little time-stamped pieces in there that definitely, like when you listen top to bottom to the album, it aids in that story. Yeah. It, it really, you're telling individual stories, but at the end of it, you are telling one, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I wanted to name it Inspired by True Events because it did feel like when I took a step back from all of the songs over, I mean, it was like over the last two or three years I've been writing for this album. Wow. And I know it's been, it's been a minute, but um, because some of these songs were written even before the gospel album came out and that one just kind of came out of nowhere and it was like, this needs to be out. But uh, Inspired by True Events, it's really just me kind of opening up about the last couple years and all the things that have kind of went down. And uh, it's definitely the most personal album and the most like vulnerable album that I've ever done. It's de- it's not going to be, you know, songs that'll be like playing in the club. 
or something. Like it's not it's not like a dancey, you know, fun. I guess there's some fun songs on it, but for this chapter in my life, it it really just was like, you know what? I need I need these songs to come out. I need to say these things and um, just keep it really raw and authentic. I, you can feel it with every record in every lyric. It's uh, it's something. It, it's it's beautiful. Thank you. Wow, thank you. Is it hard to put some of these songs out there because you're really putting it all out there? Yeah, yeah, it it is. But then at the same time, I I, I thought about this recently, and and if if I were to just kind of skip over these songs or skip over this chapter of my life and just kind of gone into you know singing about whatever whatever I felt like singing about um I think it would have just felt unnatural and there would have been this like piece of me kind of missing I think and yeah it would have felt maybe a little bit fake these songs just like they just poured out and I feel like some of them had to be told like these stories and like you had to put some of these things in like some physical form yeah definitely and I, I my interpretation of the records I think some of them are really kind of cut and dry. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, change your mind. Yeah. You're singing to your family. Yes. You're singing to your dad. (laughs) I am. You're trying to convince him from where I'm sitting that, like, Andre's the person for you. Yeah. Good. Good job. I'm glad you got that because that's exactly what it is. It's. Yeah. You don't have to to really, like, read between the lines in in some of these songs, which is kind of just, like, black and white, you know. you you had to say that yeah in this song form right yeah and so I wrote I wrote a lot of this album with this amazing uh producer slash songwriter named Jimmy Napes he's I'd say he's most known for like all the Sam Smith stuff who also isn't you know he's obviously gone he's like very emotional singer and, and a songwriter so he really helped me go into that place and like he really held my hand because I was I was nervous at times. I mean, we, I remember sitting at the piano. We were writing Change Your Mind. And there was a line. I think it was when we the song sort of started taking shape. And uh, I was just, I was like mumbling some lyrics. Like we didn't have that many lyrics yet. And I was just like mumbling stuff and kind of humming along. And he thought that I said, there, there's a line in the song that says, And Daddy, he got a hold on me. So I'm like literally making it obvious who I'm, who I'm singing about. And uh and and he thought I said uh, dad, and I, and he was like, oh, you have to you have to say dad. That's great. That's a great line. And I was like, what do you mean? No, I don't. Like, I don't want to make it that obvious. What do you mean? And and he was like, he was uh, he was like, no, you should. Like, that's that's exactly what you should say. And I was I was just not ready to go there yet because Change Your Mind was really one of the first songs that kind of like broke through, and then the rest of the songs sort of followed. And he yeah. showed me. I'll never forget. He showed me this thing on Instagram. He pulled it up. And uh, it was some post that he got sent to him, and it just said, "Dear young writer, that thing that you're most afraid to say, say that." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I knew deep down, like that's exactly that little bit of uncomfortableness was like that. That feels like kind of the theme of this album. That's it's how like, you know it's right. It's how you know, and it's yeah, and and at the same time too, I really didn't have much to be scared of because at the end of the day it's it's it, it's what happened you know I even I got to play the song for my dad and and he was just like yeah I mean that's that's what happened like there, there's no I don't think there's any like disrespect towards my dad in the song it's if anything it's me saying hey I really respect you and you're my dad and like I want you a part of this and you know I'm I want your blessing and so it was me just pouring my whole heart into that Trust in me. I'm going to need your blessing. Oh, I love him. I'm confessing. It takes my life. Uh, if it takes my life, I'll change your mind. Like, powerful yeah. stuff. Yeah. How do you even set that whole thing up for your dad? Like, do you... Bef- like, before I played it? Yeah, do you I'm- tell him what he's about <laughs> to get into, or... Yeah, I mean, I I held on to the song for a while, um, and then I I just had him come over and... Yeah, I just, I just played him the song, and he... My dad's a musician, too, so he... Uh, you know, very, very good ear. And it was so funny because here I am kind of nervous about like, you know, actually singing directly to him in a song. And he, right, when the song was done, he, like, he he loved the song, but he was also commenting on like the instrumentation of it. And he was like, oh yeah, this part sounds cool. And so it was just, it was, it was cool because I think 
it sort of took off that uh, that edge a little bit. And I think if anyone is going to understand me pouring my heart into music, it's going to be him because he really taught me everything. You know, like he's we. I grew up singing with him all the time, so I think it was, um, it was this sort of. I don't know. It was an it was an interesting meeting, but I think it, it went well. Zach Sang Show. Hey, beautiful human, real quick. If you're considering going back to school, you should ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits that you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University could be the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers 200 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. If you want more information, text my name, Zach, to 35517. That is Zach to 35517. So you can learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within, 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 within 90 days of graduation. That's a big number. 87% of the graduates, they get a job in 90 days. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU online degrees, text Zach to 35517. That is Z-A-C-H to 35517. <sighs> Knowledge is power. Show. D- did you yeah. get his blessing? Has <laughs> I mean, he, has he given it? Eventually, yeah. I mean, we're married, so yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you could have gotten married and not gotten the blessing. It was there's honestly like there's a lot of different perspectives. This was all like a couple years ago, so it was like very messy and a lot of different opinions going on. Um, and yeah, my my now husband, then boyfriend. Um, he 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 didn't move forward until he thought that he did have the blessing. So that's kind of where the confusion happened was Got like, it. you know, yeah. But there's, I mean, there's a whole, there's a lot of different perspectives to it. But at the end of the day, there's been a lot of conversation since then and a lot of healing since then, um, just within my family and with, you know, Andre and the family. And so it's, um, yeah, it's definitely better. Does the record play a part in that healing? For for me, it it did. I don't know about for other people, but for me, like that's the only way I know how to express really like what I'm feeling. And I think, I think when I'm I'm a late processor too, and I'm not always the best communicator. So I think when I do write these kind of songs, uh, I I have noticed that I think it does help people kind of understand my heart a little bit more and where I'm coming from. Um, I don't know how it how it is for them, but you know, I think it. It's the only way I really know how to communicate sometimes. But I'm working on that, too, because words are good, too, like yeah. in real life. You can't put everything into a song. <laughs> yeah, we're working on that. Is, uh, is Sorry Would Go a Long Way kind of like a sequel to that song? Um, not necessarily a sequel, um, but I guess when, so when I went to London to write um, with Jimmy Napes, um, those, so Sorry Would Go a Long Way and Change Your Mind were written in the same week. And it's not that those things happened really close together. I think it was more that my emotions were just so high and I was like kind of freaking out. And this, uh, these writing sessions happened to be right after uh, we got engaged. So there was just a lot going on. I, it was actually really cool. I got to fly to London and kind of get away from it all. And, uh, and at the same time reflect and kind of marinate in it. Yeah, yeah. And... Pr- process it and you know it's almost like therapy in a way because I'm telling Jimmy all these things that have happened and I'm like I don't know if these are even songs but I don't know what else to do like at this point I was like I don't even think that these are the type of songs people want to hear I was really thinking that I was like I don't I don't know if this is it if this is like the hit if this is the sound but I have to write these songs or else I'll go crazy. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, Sorry Would Go A Long Way was was that same week of just kind of like spilling out everything. Um, and that song is actually uh, about my parents splitting up, which happened also in the last couple years, um, which was another, you know, obviously hard thing for, for me to go through and just for the whole family to go through. And um, yeah, that, that one's kind of a, a sensitive one because obviously it's not really my story to share, but 
that song is kind of my way of um, stepping into that story. And Is it um, your perspective yeah. of it, or are you writing from one of your parents' perspectives? Um, if anything, it's it's kind of my perspective in a way, but at the same time I'm playing um, kind of a narrator, I think, and, uh, yeah, kind of stepping into their story. Um, but at the same time I know that it is only one perspective. You know, you can't share the whole entire story in a song. So... And I try to be really sensitive of that as well. But it's another one of those songs that I just, I was like, man, this feels kind of uncomfortable. But I just, I don't know, I have to say it. Well, you did say, so be a man about it and admit you've done me wrong. I was like, sheesh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of emotions going on. Yeah. If it needs to be said, it needs to be said. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful level of vulnerability and honesty, and the records are beautiful. Thank you. And to be honest, they can be interpreted in so many different ways, which is makes them very special. That's good. I I hope that people can connect to the songs, even though they're really personal to me. I I um I've already kind of gotten a few stories when I because I went on tour with with a lot of this music and. Uh, sort of tested it out just acoustically. But not not the church shows. No, no, we did. I did another tour just acoustic, and it was like, here's a bunch of new songs. They're really heavy, and I'm going to tell you guys some of the stories. And I've already kind of gotten some feedback from from fans of just how much they've related to the songs, and that just trips me out because it's like I'm writing from such a personal point of view where I think like you know no one else is going to relate, and then I get to hear. These stories, that's amazing. Do you do those shows to test the waters to see if you're on the right creative track? A little bit, yes and no. I mean, I I think I still knew that, because the album was pretty much done at that point, so I kind of knew that these songs still needed to come out. But it, I think, if anything, it was, uh, it was really helpful for me because these songs are so heavy that instead of just, like, having it come out and then I have to, like, talk about it and stuff, it was cool to let the audience and let my fans who are at these shows be kind of the first ones to hear it and respond to it. That was really cool for me. Powerful record. Thank you. Pretty fades. Oh, that, that record is powerful. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, it does. <laughs> Big and one. Yes, it does. Did you guys see all the like old person yes. pictures that were out <laughs> yeah. the other day? That was so, yeah, that was like Pretty very, fades. very accurate. Yeah. I, I hopped on that. But hey, television, can't think straight, got me believing that I can't age, trying to convince, but I know the truth. There is something more beautiful than my youth. I mean, that is something that people need to be reminded of. Yeah, we don't hear it all the time. Ever. Ever. Looks don't last forever. No. They, no. Life doesn't last forever. I mean. That's true. We have to remember that too. Life is short, you know. And why focus on the surface? Why focus on beauty? Something so fickle. And I I don't want to say meaningless because maybe I'm casting too judgmental of a a vibe onto people who put all of their stock and equity in their own beauty. Yeah. But I don't know. There's so much more than beauty and the way somebody looks. I feel like I'm having this conversation all the time with people because I have friends who are just obsessed with it. Yeah, it's it's tough. I think especially in in our generation with social media and stuff, it's like we're so like instant gratification. It's like everything's like right in front of us. So, um, yeah that that song was that song's kind of a reminder for myself too because I when when I wrote it, I wrote it. I can't take full credit actually. I wrote it with <laughs> too amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, this is my song that I wrote completely by myself. Um, is uh, written with uh, Britton Newbull and Haley Warner, cool. two amazing writers. And so I just went in the st- to the studio that day and uh, kind of explained to them that I was, um, well, I have to, now I have to tell the whole story. I have to go back a little bit. Okay. <laughs> this is the story I told on tour too, and people were amused by it. So <laughs> uh, Andre, my husband, then we were just dating, but um, we were having like a deep conversation and just talking about like, how crazy it is to get older and like what are we going to be like and you know like we were already talking about marriage at that point and stuff and um he turned to me and I know he was trying to be sweet when he said this but he looked at me and he was like 
babe, I'm gonna still love you even when you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like super <laughs> taken aback and like kind of offended. And I know I knew that he was obviously trying to be sweet, but I for some reason was was offended. He could have used a different word, but um, but I that day I just remember like getting kind of annoyed and like going really internal and then questioning myself like, wait, why am I so offended by that? Like like looks don't last forever and even just youth in general doesn't last forever and I started thinking uh just about all the different things that are temporary versus like the things that last forever and just you know thinking about the difference between inner beauty and outer beauty and so I just had all these thoughts swirling around my head and I remember writing just two words and I wrote down in my phone pretty fades and then a couple days later uh, or not too long after that, I, I went to the studio and it literally just started with that title. And then we kind of like unpacked it from there. But I, I always kind of dedicate this song to Andre because he kind of inspired it in a weird way. <laughs> but even he says now, like when I tell that story, he's like, I definitely could have used a different word. OK, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I'm glad you said that because it made me like it made me think and it challenged me. So it was good. <laughs> and now you know something that you carry with you. Like, yeah. You, like. I don't know. I think a lot of people who hear that record are going to be hit with something that is kind of needed because it's almost the anti of everything else that we're told. Yeah. Right. Like, like yeah. Everything from Pinterest to Instagram to TV shows. Everybody's yeah. kind of told how to dress, how to look, how totally. to be. But uh, yeah, pretty fades, man. Pretty it's fades. what's on the inside that counts. Yes. <laughs> and, and yeah, that's a simple way to put it. That's good. <laughs> we should make T-shirts. I, I like that. I, I, whoa. Inside the, the inside counts on the on the back. Yeah. We're on the inside of the t-shirt. Yeah. Oh. oh. Whoa, that's good. Wow. Like in the back, in the little you, you, you see it? bag, yeah, or anywhere on the inside, yeah. Good. Coffee. Coffee. Uh, uh, while you're opening your that's water. Yeah, not coffee, but it's yeah, water. Great record. Is it a story of jealousy or deep love or both? Ooh. Kind of both. Not as much jealousy, I will say. So this song came from, I was actually, I think I was scrolling on Tumblr. Sometimes when I when I want to write, I go on Tumblr and just get inspired, like, with visuals and stuff. And uh, I just, I think I just saw something that, um, it was like a coffee cup and it had, like, writing on it or something. And uh, it said something like, I'm, I'm jealous of, like, the coffee on your lips or something like that and I was like oh that sounds really cool so I, I sort of like just went in on that concept and just thought of uh, just all the things that yeah you know you all the objects that you could be like jealous of that Steering are closer wheel? yeah like closer to the person than you are and that's that's really how I felt because me and me and Andre were uh, long distance for a long time so he was in Germany and I was kind of everywhere else <laughs> and mm -hmm. Um, and so that's where this song stemmed from. And I wrote this one with uh, Taylor Parks and uh, Nate Campany. Cool. Yeah. So, like, do you write while you're feeling all that? Or are you writing this record after you and Andre are together and you're no longer long distance? And you're tapping uh, into that. It's both. I think this song, we were still long distance. And I... But I, the way I write, though, is, like, I'll, I'll just get, like, a line, and I'll just write the line in my phone and be like, oh, that's good. Maybe I'll use that for something. And then the next day, maybe it's, like, a random melody, but it has nothing to do with that line. And I, I feel like I write really scattered, so I'll just have pieces of songs. And then when I go into a session to co-write with someone or if I'm just, like, by myself and want to start piecing stuff together, I'll have kind of all these different elements to try and fit together, like a puzzle piece. So that's how, I mean, this song was, was that way. Like, I just had all these different analogies and, and then walked in. Uh, analogies or, or metaphors, I guess. What's Yeah, I, I think, get them I, to be honest with you, I'm, I, I can't tell you. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> now, I feel, now I feel dumb. I'm like, wait, what is it? Uh, I've learned this in school. <laughs> yeah, we didn't go to college. Tight, me neither. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Google. Does Dan, anyone can, know? Dan, can is you? It, would it be a metaphor? Imagery. imagery? So it wouldn't even be a metaphor or, oh, you're right. We talked about this. It's imagery. Mm -hmm. So, imagery. yes. So I, I, but I wanted the song to feel very poetic, where if you just read the lyrics, it feels kind of like a, like a poem with lots of Im imagery. Yes. I'd walk an ocean to get to you. Mm. Yeah. It's beautiful. Germany. I want love like that. Across the ocean. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. You know that. I oh, I got a boat. Yeah. Yeah, you got to cross the sea to get over there. You thought about it? I kind of did, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that makes sense. So if I was to try to swim, <laughs> yeah. but I have a kayak. Yeah, it's, it's literal. literal <laughs> place that he was in. That's what I'm saying. These songs are very personal, but everyone can relate to them. <laughs> I want love like this. Aww. I really do. Language. Yes. Is this learning somebody's love language? Can be, yeah. You know, like the five lang- love languages? Is that what you're talking about? I mean, like Latin. What? Wait. I mean, what? Latin and Italian, aren't oh, they the I, languages of love? Oh, that's what you're saying. Oh, no. No, but no, but I mean, like, love languages, like, giving or, like, food. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was Yeah, like, talking, a, food. I, food is a real love language, I, I will say. It is, right? Yeah, it really is. Um, no, this this song, though, is about really just, I think, getting on someone's page. So, get like, yeah. trying to get on the same page with someone. Because, I mean, we do really speak different languages, I think. Like, any anyone who's in a relationship with someone, you know that it's, like, you just sometimes miss each other and like, what are you saying? Um, so it's really just that kind of song. And uh, I think, um, what was I going to say? Wow, I just had a, a blank. So this has nothing to do remember. with speaking German. No. Oh. No. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't know. No. Well, we're talking about languages and we're talking about Germany. Yeah, no, no, no. no. But like, uh, it's like so literal, yeah. <laughs> That's how personal they are. That would be hilarious. I guess it can be, but... At the time, no, it was not. But see, that. it makes sense not being on somebody's page, but yeah. also like learning somebody's love language is a big one. Yeah, it's more about it's more about that. What yeah. are what are the five? <laughs> the five lo- wow, the five love languages are Google I think love ser- acts of service, okay, uh, physical touch, words of affirmation, down. yeah, okay. yeah, quality time, uh-huh. and you're missing one. Uh, um, <laughs> d- gifts. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Did I pass? That stands love like You did pass. <laughs> Good job. What is yeah. your love language? What do you appreciate? Um, I think mine's quality time, I think. I, mm. I like just being with you. Like if it's my birthday or something or, or you, I don't know. I, th- I think if you just hang out with me, I feel the most loved. Like if I just have your time, you know, because mm-hmm. time is precious. I don't know what my love language is. I want to say it's that, but I'm really like <laughs> leaning towards gifts. Gifts are no gifts are great. Oh. Don't feel ashamed to have that. Yeah, 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 yeah but like it, it, it can't be my soul language. You know what I mean? Like it can. I know, but I don't. What does that say like about you feel, me? Like you feel the most loved if someone just gave you like a random present. Like hey, I thought of you. Like here's some yeah, candy. I, I don't know. I guess maybe here's I feel some, loved. Yeah. Candy. <laughs> I mean, I think we all here's have. I think we all like all the love languages, right? Like they're all kind of nice. But yeah, positive affirmations <laughs> yeah. are cool. Yeah, Dan, do you have one? Definitely not gifts. I hate gifts. It make me feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> For real? Are oh you my serious? god, the act of giving and receiving gifts, like even watching somebody else exchange gifts, I can't handle it. Wow. So de- okay. So noted. Never giving you a present. Yeah, please. You'll get really uncomfortable. Yeah. And you don't like giving gifts either. Oh no. Okay. Noted. <laughs> No. I mean, yeah. maybe yours is like um, acts of service. Do you like do you like doing things? I like doing things. People? Yeah, we'll yeah. go with acts of service. Yeah, there's a test <laughs> I think you guys can find online too. Yeah, I you think should, I'm looking at yeah. that right now. You should I'm, take that. Okay, I'm interested to see what you get. All right, I'll yeah. see you guys in a little bit. I love that this is this came from this song language. That's awesome. Uh, the lie. The lie. Oh, this one I snuck on the album. Well, sorry, I snuck on the album at the last second. I mean, last song you wrote for the album? So I didn't necessarily, uh, I I wrote it, it was kind of an, an older song, but I like kind of tweaked some things and then like Ooh. it all of a sudden, it came like full circle and I was like, oh, this fits now on the album. Like I, I need this on there. So the I like lie. re-recorded it at my house and stuff. Yeah. What did you add? New lyrics or? Like redid the vocal and just kind of made, made it feel more polished and stuff. But yeah, this one though I did with, um, have you heard of a group called They? No. They're really cool. They're like, I guess they're like R&B, hip-hop, um, but they also produce and write. And it's it's cool because it's like a different feel uh, compared to like the rest of the album. It's like, I don't know, it's just, it's cool. It's different. But it's still bluesy. And I, I really like the lyrics on this one. Dude, the lyrics are, yo. <laughs> they're honest. <laughs> they're all honest. Like, and it, and it sounded intense. Like, when you're singing it and writing it, does the lie change for you from the first time you you were working on the record to the second time? Like, when you went in to kind of mm. revamp it? Yeah, it it felt, it just felt like more fresh. I think when you when you, I loved taking 
um, just songs that I kind of had in my back pocket and then listening to them in context of the rest of the album. And it's just, it's like, oh, this actually makes sense. Because in a way, I'm sort of playing a character in that song. So um, I like that there's there's that song and then there's Actress that kind of is right yeah. next to that one. And um, it kind of, in a weird way, ties in with the whole like movie theme of this album. Because... I think the overall theme is sort of like me watching my life as if it's like a movie. Um, and this is kind of like the soundtrack to it. So I don't know. It's it's fun to find like little little tie-ins um, after the fact. It's well, fun. Should we listen to it all top to bottom? Sure. Like is, right now? No, is, like, is that the right oh. way to listen to it? <laughs> I was like, wait, right now? You want to listen to it? I mean, I, to- I totally will. Um, but, but is- yeah. No, I think... Yes, because I will say there's there's a there's some interludes in the album that is another sort of last minute add on um, that was really really fun for me, fun and hard because I went I went to go visit my mom and uh, and I just grabbed on the way there I just had this idea I was like I'm gonna grab a bunch of home videos and see if there's anything I can take from it and I just I took them all back home and uh, I just sat for like three nights straight probably not really sleeping that much and my eyes were just like glued to the tv i was like bawling my eyes off watching all these home videos um especially the there's one my uh grandfather um he did my baby dedication and there's a song i don't think we've talked about your words yet no song about him yeah so there's a song on the album called your words and that was the main one where i was like oh it'd be cool to just hear my grandfather's voice like before this song and so that sort of was where the idea came from and then all of a sudden i'm just watching all these home videos and i'm like oh that would be cool here that would be cool here so i literally just took my phone and recorded the audio from the actual camcorder like it's nothing (laughs) fancy at all and just got like voice memos of it and uh i just i love that part of this album because i think it just helps tie everything together and make it feel even more personal and um, just gives it that little, like, I like guess, personal touch. It, but it really does. Like, it makes you. It, it, if somebody doesn't know you, they feel like they understand you and know you, and they work together so well with the records. That's cool. It just, it's the flow is right. It feels like a movie, and if you listen, you can see it all. So that's amazing. So it's cool. What there's three of them, right? So uh, technically four? Four, four, I think. Yeah, there. Some of them are really short, but and they're time yeah. stamped, which yeah. is so cool. So I grab, yeah, I grabbed like the actual date from the home video and and named it, named it that. Yeah, I think there's there's technically three that have like actual home videos. Yeah. So what, December sixteenth, nineteen ninety two. Is that's when you're born? This I'm two days old. Okay. Yeah. So my birthday is the fourteenth. And then what's this on October twenty eighth? Did I get that date uh, right? Oh, probably August 28th. Aug- oh, yeah, yeah, the 8 is August. 8 is August, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> cut that part out. 1997. So, so yeah. August 28th, 1997. Uh, yeah. Wait, is it 96? Uh, I think that one's 90. Oh, 97. No, it is 97. Yeah, yeah, so that one is... I actually have the notes in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So I have 8. I just don't know my months. <laughs> that one is uh, <laughs> my... Happens to be my brother's birthday, his, his first birthday. So he was one years old, and in that clip, I'm... Uh, running around the house singing and asking my mom if I can wear my bathing suit at a show or something. Like, if I can perform in my mm. bathing suit. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's like, sure. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, I I put that one specifically before the song Kid I Used to Know because I just wanted to capture, like, that that youth. I think I literally say in it, I'm like, can I wear, can I, uh, wear my bathing suit when I'm a kid? And I'm, like, already a kid, so I don't know what <laughs> I meant by that, but... Uh, and the song is called Kid I Used to Know, so I just thought it was kind of cute. Are you the kid <laughs> that you used to know? I am not the kid that I used to know because now I'm grown and life is hard. <laughs> That's the point of the song. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm trying to become the kid I used to know. That's kind of the goal. That's right? kind of the vibe I got. Like, you, yeah. like you're chasing your past or elements of your past that you want to still exist today. Yeah, just like the – it's so funny because we talk about pretty fades and, like, making sure that we don't – get carried away with like holding on to our youth too much and then I have a song called Kid I Used to Know where you're literally trying to get back to that kind of like innocence again and that inner child mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of a weird contrast there but uh, but I guess there's I mean there's a time and a season for everything but with Kid I Used to Know 
was really just me feeling like overwhelmed with life and the stresses of the world and all the pressure and stuff and just kind of I was missing being a kid again you know kids don't care about anything literally anything it's the best there's no worry or risk yeah or, or judgment right <laughs> yeah I felt judged as a kid. I felt judged by everybody. But I don't know what you're talking about. At a about. certain age, you did though, right? There's this, there's this nice little cushion yeah. where it's like you don't, you don't. Yeah, you know get six what, or seven years. I yeah, think. like you don't care what people think. Oh, awesome. I, you're right. I yeah. didn't care what people think. Yeah. But I, 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 I remember looking back, understanding the feeling of judgment yeah. cast upon me by others at a young age. Mm. I'll tell you the first time. Okay. First grade. It was pajama day, and I was wearing footy pajamas, and it was hot out. Aww. And the teacher was like, why are you wearing that? Looking at you makes me feel hot. And she made fun of me. She said it like that? Yes. That's so mean. And then the whole day, she was like, you're making me sweat. That's judgment. Well, if you were wearing footy pajamas on a hot day. Six. Wow, and you carry that with you still. Miss Cifarelli, that was her name. I hope wow. she one day sees this, because I, <laughs> oh I remember. <laughs> That's crazy. Isn't that crazy Like that you still remember I f- that? Tori, I'm feeling it. I feel like I'm in the classroom. I remember. <laughs> I feel like your desk is in front of me and I am starting to sweat. Were you sweating in the pajamas? No, you I were was fine. feeling great. So it was her own project. She was projecting. Oh, 100%. And, and, and the buildup. Like, I'm good. I, I, was, <laughs> I was thriving. The buildup to me wearing this cool set of pajamas that I had. Was was high like 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 weeks of anticipation. Oh, you were ready. And the fact that she ruined it for me. You should redeem that moment. I'm gonna wear footy wear pajamas here. I'm gonna wear or the to same the next ones. concert that I see you at. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. You see me in the pit. Yeah. Footy pajamas yeah, just, and everything. The, this just felt right. This cat. I do get you, it. Do you still want to perform with a bathing suit on? What I think it's a little weird at this point. Is that? No, it's, I mean it's, it makes sense to ask. I, <laughs> so it doesn't. Don't, because, just, don't do that. Because because in the video I say like when I'm when I'm a grown up can I do that? And I yeah I don't I don't think I would at this point. It's a little strange. Yeah, little strange. it felt strange asking. Maybe that's yeah, that's okay. I didn't want to make you feel weird, even though it was kind of weird. But You're I was just so kind nice. of I was just going with it. And I was like I don't I don't want to make. It <laughs> Okay. Inspired right. by true events. Yes. I, I want to. <laughs> which record off uh, off this album are you best showcases who you are today? It's so hard. I need to see a, a track list. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, well, which ones have we not talked about yet? I mean, I've been checking them off as we go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Um, we still haven't Ooh. talked about places. Two, two places, yeah. Yep. We Ooh. haven't talked about Until I Think of You. Okay. We haven't talked about Before the Dawn. So is the question, which one re- like represents me now? Yeah. As- like, like, if we wanted to get to know who you are today, which song should we listen to? That is so hard. Because it's like, is an it- album is like my brain. But is the whole album? Yeah. You today? It's like little, little pieces of, well... Okay, I see. I see what you're saying because no, the whole album, like as far as how I'm doing and uh, and what I'm going through now, is this is more of this is more like a snapshot of kind of the last couple of years. Whereas now I'm in a much better place and I'm like very happy. If you listen to this album, you'll be like, wow, she's like going through it. You know, like she's mm-hmm. really she's kind of sad and going through a lot, and which was definitely the case. But I think I have moments of that still, but. Um, if anything, gosh, it's so hard to pick one song. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I can't decide. It's so hard. I'm really trying. Like, I'm really trying. There is a song. I mean. Do you have a top three? You know what? I'm going to say Before the Dawn because that not only is is probably one of my, it's the last song on the album and it's one of my favorites that I've ever written, ever. And I wrote that with Jimmy Napes and uh, Bruno Major. What makes an amazing it, artist. What makes it your favorite? It's my favorite. And I, and I would kind of tie into the question you asked. It, I think I like it because it's it feels like one of those songs that's always going to be relevant. And because the, the song is basically saying, hey, I don't know 
what you're going through. I'm I'm talking to someone else. In some cases, talking to myself. But um, that was really deep. But in the, in the <laughs> song, I'm seemingly talking to somebody else, and it's just me saying, I don't know. I can't even you know put into words what you're going through, and I can't imagine what you're going through. But just know that uh, I'm here for you, and it's okay to be in this place that you're in because it's always darkest before the dawn. Like there's gonna be hope, and so I think that song. I would say represents me, which is kind of fitting that it's the last song on the album. Yeah. I'm just realizing. You always get me to think deeper about my own stuff. <laughs> what is going on? But I, I do think that one represents me now because, um, and just musically, I think it represents me and also uh, lyrically because I think I can say, uh, I can kind of take all the things that I did go through and then now sort of not pass it on. That's the wrong way to say, but just <laughs> hopefully encourage other people through the things that I've gone through. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like that's like a reminder record for yourself. Like maybe that's totally. a record of, like that's a record you're going to yeah. love to perform because no yeah. matter the situation, it's always a great reminder. That yeah. It really is always darker before the dawn. Yeah. When it's you cool. When you were writing that song, how long did it take you to think of so many things like you can't have peace without war, mm. like the negative and the positive? Yeah. That, that was a really fun part of writing the song because I... I'm trying to think of what I, I walked into the session with, I think the, like the ro what's a rose without a thorn, like that sort of um, imagery. I'm going to use that again. Um, and we, I remember sitting, me, me Bruno and uh, Jimmy, and we all just kind of like powwowed. We're like, oh, that's great. What, what are some other visuals we can use? And so we came up with this like long list of different ones and then kind of chose the best ones. And that became our chorus so it's another song that feels very poetic like very very much about the lyric in that song inspired by true events hmm. that is the name of Tori Kelly's latest album it deserves your ear wait we have like a few more songs to cover uh, <laughs> Dan I just want to make sure we hit them all <laughs> I, I mean we, we can go Ask through the way. whole album we're only missing like two at this point okay wow. <laughs> we have to uh what, what uh, else we miss until I think of you Oh, until I think of, okay, this was the, I want to say the first song that I wrote with Jimmy, and it was actually in LA, it wasn't, it wasn't in London, um, and that was the song that kind of got my team excited, I think, of, about working with him, they were like, oh, there's something here, you should do more with this guy, and uh, that song was really me, at the time that I wrote it, I still wasn't being fully honest and I wasn't really fully embracing all the things I was going through so I was just kind of writing about like random things in these sessions and not really going deep yet and then I got to to this session with Jimmy and we just kind of uh this song is more from a perspective of like speaking for somebody who might be dealing with feelings of depression and just in a really really dark place and so I kind of felt like I was taking on that role and um he was telling me a story about people that he knew and so we were, we were kind of just bouncing off different stories of other people and then kind of came up with this song but the irony of that is after we wrote it and I'm sitting here thinking like oh yeah that's about you know someone else and then that whole kind of next couple months or so I was starting to feel that way like how it was so weird. It was like backwards. It was like I wrote the song, didn't feel it as I was writing it, and then later I listened to it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is me. So, um, yeah, so it was one of those Whoa, when did you songs. realize that like you were <laughs> literally embodying a record that you wrote? I mean, because I think I wasn't, I just wasn't being honest. It was probably in there still. I mean, yeah. that's probably how I was able to write it, but I wasn't, I didn't really know what I was feeling. I mean, my with all the family stuff and... Just I was just like all over the place to where I wasn't able to articulate, hey, I'm going through a lot. And uh, it wasn't until afterwards and I listened to the song like months later and I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've felt that way before. So it's interesting. What do you think your team heard in that record that made them be like, ah, oh, we're excited about this? The emotion in my voice. they That's literally what they said. They're like, there's something here because it sounds... Like you're singing it live. It's there's no like effects. It's just like in your face. There's even some like cracking in my voice. Like I actually wanted to re-record the vocal on this song, and we we did. We tried it, and Jimmy and a bunch of other people were like, 
no, we have to use the original because right. it's it's like a demo vocal that we just kind of threw on. But I think I was just in a place and my it was, it was showing in my voice. And then there's a choir in this one, right? Yeah. I love a choir. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, Jimmy recorded a bunch of, of choir and string stuff out in, in London. So that was fun to get oh. in my email. <laughs> yeah. Daniel? Well, I think the last <laughs> song we have is Two Places. Oh, cool. Yeah, Two Places. Okay. On that same note, this was another song where um, it was a little bit early on in the album process, so I also wasn't really being honest with myself and didn't know how to like articulate uh, what was going on. And so I, I walked in. This was also with Taylor Parks and Nate Campany. And, uh, in L.A.? In L.A., yeah. And uh, I just kind of went into that session, and they are like, so what do you want to write about? And I was like, I have no idea. I just know that there's a lot going on, and I don't know what else to tell you. That's literally what I said, and we somehow came up with this song, Two Places. Because it's really, Two Places is really just about not knowing what to do with all your emotions. <laughs> like, if if anyone, I, I would say this at my shows, I'd be like, hey, this is a song for, if you're anything like me, you can get overwhelmed sometimes with your feelings, and you can be happy one second, and it's sad another second, and like, all over the place. So in this season of life, that's that's kind of how I was feeling, and then we just put it into the song. So I call it my emo song, because it's pretty emo. <laughs> I feel like the moon trying to stay up for the sun. Heart is yeah. so confused because it's two places at once. It's yeah, really about being torn. Yeah, and there's kind of a double meaning to this song too, actually, since we were going back to coffee and the long distance stuff because mm-hmm. that line, I feel like the moon trying to stay up for the sun, is there was a little bit of that too, like because with it, my relationship and being like, okay, you're over there, like what's our future, like what are we doing kind of thing. Yeah, so the I time felt, difference. Yeah, literally two places at once, so... It was, yeah, there's a lot in that song. Yeah, it's comforting and it keeps you up at night. Wait, what? <laughs> I think I was, I, I the think way, I, I think you I smiled re- at Because <laughs> I, re- I repeated a lyric and kind of just slid it in there. Oh, I do, yeah, I do say that, yeah. don't I? Yeah, what, do. what line is Wait, what? <laughs> the way you you said it so quickly and then smiled, I was like, Wait, I mean, I felt like you were definitely getting it wrong here. Like, <laughs> no, like you said it, and you didn't want anybody to know oh, exactly what you said. The same things that comfort me are keeping me up at night. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Sure. Ew. Yeah. Ew. What was that? I got a real I close. Crack it up. Is it, you put the headphones on at some point. When did that happen? I don't know. Go a little while ago. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have the monks. It would be it would be really loud right now, huh? Is it really loud? No, it's it's not loud. It's not oh. loud. It's grotesque. Grotesque. It, it's it's like you hear every bit of saliva in his throat. Yeah, it does. All right, everyone, turn the volume down if you're listening. I'm sure. I'm late. sure somebody would would <sighs> like it. It's like the what's it called? AS. ASMR. This is not ASMR. <laughs> this no. does not give you goosebumps. Okay. It gives is that you... supposed to relax you? ASMR? Yes. Okay. This is going to give you douche chills and then nausea. <laughs> and then so maybe vomit. About it? What? What's douchey about it? I mean, you just know you're like some weird bro laughing at himself. Some weird bro. Like you're no, laughing I at yourself laughing right at myself. Now. I thought what I was doing was so clever by sliding that in there and then she just looked like I'm sorry. Because I, d- I didn't want to say like, yeah, and not really know. Tori, please don't apologize. It okay. wasn't clever. It was confusing. It sounded like you had an episode. You're, you had the lyrics in front of you, huh? That's what you're I trying just, to be. I thinking. just wrote some down. Oh, yeah. Mm, See, I don't know. I don't know my own songs like that. I don't. I'm not as. I'm not that quick. You have to sing them. I know, but it's there's a lot of songs, you know. <laughs> okay, inspired yeah, by true events. I forget events. lyrics no. all the time. I got hope and, inspired oh, by true events. Hope and doubt. By the way, are those the two places you're one of the two? Say that again. One of hope and doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of the many two places that you're stuck between? Yes, that I was stuck between. Correct. <laughs> and and at some, some points, yeah, sometimes I do feel that way. It's There's a line in the song um, that says hope and doubt. I'm trying to think of the line now. See, I don't know my own song. It's terrible. Uh, oh, one yeah. hand. It's like one hand is filled with hope and the other is filled with, with hope doubt. and the other is filled with doubt. Yeah, Story exactly. of my life it yeah. really hit me. Yeah. Yeah. In all aspects of life, I feel it's open doubt. Every situation I, 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 I come in contact with, yeah. 50-50 hope, 50-50 doubt, baby. Man. Split in the middle. This song might be the one I've heard most people relate to so far. 
I think I that's get it. yeah. I feel like because I don't it's, know what it is. It's but, any two things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like vague, like open for interpretation. Final yeah. question. I feel like I feel like this is a mistake. No, giving it to you. This is a good one. You got your Grammys. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah congratulations. Why is, it, why is it a mistake? Give me a <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when I get the final question, I, it's <laughs> you, weird. Yeah. It's a mistake. Yeah. yeah, you already asked your weird question. Yeah, the baby You got it out of weird. the way. Yeah. But we the Grammys, you got them. It took you a while I to get them. I saw the it, video. Yes, I did. And I, it was one of those things where I was like, I, I have to film this. Like, this is yeah. a once in a lifetime thing. I have to film this. And on, I would have filmed it anyway, but on top of just receiving the Grammys in a, in a normal way would have that would have been a fun video as well but the fact that I I actually missed the people were asking this too like why did why were they at Walgreens and I so I missed the delivery because you have to actually be there like to sign uh. so I missed it and which was kind of a blessing in disguise because I got to make this crazy video of me mm. literally going to Walgreens <laughs> and I found out too because I called them they were like because um, someone sent me a text like, hey, just so you know, they're only going to hold them for like a couple days. And I was like busy and stuff, so I wasn't able to get them. So that was like the last day I could have got them to. I don't know what they would have done with them. but <laughs> Why are they holding it at Walgreens? <laughs> because it's like a FedEx like pickup oh, place. Yes. Yeah. So if you don't, if you're not there to sign, they'll you just be like, go. hey, just pick it up here. So, um, yeah, so I got I got to go to Walgreens and <laughs> it was great. Did was, the guys... At Walgreens, have any idea what was going no, on? No, no idea at all. And they almost didn't give me either package. Because my, yeah, they just, it was like, sorry, it's not like in the system or whatever. And I was like, no, I have like the, the number and everything. And so I showed them and they were like, okay. But it was, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. I was stressed. It was like, <laughs> it was a lot why? of drama leading yeah, up to the Grammy. Yeah, and one guy like went on break and I was like, you're you're supposed to be helping me. It was the whole thing. But it was, it was worth it because... I got the Grammy. And where did you put them? I put them in my studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought about putting them in like the kitchen or something. But I feel like the studio is humble. Yeah. It would be funny though. like Or like in the bathroom. Like anytime, <laughs> That's good. Like the guest bathroom anytime someone's in there. Like, oh, Taking a poop <laughs> looking at a Grammy. <laughs> Just remind them who they're hanging out with. Yeah. No, it's terrible. No, I, I, do, and I like separation though in my home. I like, you know, it's like you go in the studio, like you're in music mode anywhere else. You're just home. I don't know. Yeah, you're just home. Yeah, exactly. I want it to feel like home. I don't want like a Grammy staring at me. It's like it's a lot of pressure. I don't know. But I do feel like I I still need to uh, have a drink out of my Grammy so I can be oh, like Drake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what are you something. gonna put that's in? That's my there? next video. <laughs> um, Walgreens or yeah, go back to Walgreens and buy some drink. I don't know what I would drink. Buy some out drink. Of. Buy some drink. <laughs> Um, I don't know. What should I drink? Take like a shot of something? That's extra. That's a lot. Champagne something? Sh- yeah, champagne feels good. Yeah. Like a good champagne though? Yeah. But you know that you know what I'm talking about though, right? Like how Drake has, there's like a famous mm-hmm. picture and he's like drinking out of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I want to be like him. So. Hey, I, I support the hat. Yeah. I feel like he started a trend. Like now everybody has to do that. I, I'm looking forward to this video. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Eyes are peeled. Inspired by true events. Sweet. That is the album. Yes. You're awesome. Thanks for your energy. As always, Tori Kelly. Love you guys. Love you. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.